Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold! Coming to the ring, from parts unknown, at a combined weight of 853 pounds, Pickleloaf and Dr. Zong! In your ear holes, I am the loaf. With me, Dr. Sam. Hey! <sighs> Michael Hayes has been reportedly suspended. Yeah, he got a little drunk. No, he gave, I think it was because he gave alcohol to somebody that just came back from, like, rehab or something. Yeah, <laughs> I think he was drinking with them. He's, he's, he, um, I was listening to a thing last night, I think it might have been, uh, it's on the Conan show, but it's Court Bauer and Jason Pollock have their like have like a weekly show in between, and mm-hmm. uh, they were talking about because uh, Court Bauer actually worked for WWE on the creative team at one time, and yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> he said that uh, Michael Hayes seems to kind of be like Teflon. Uh, he called Mark Henry the N word here not Ooh. that long ago. Went to sensitivity training. He was. Uh, he not only took this girl, who went through rehab, uh, and went out drinking with her, uh, and got her drunk. But uh, he got drunk, and he's gotten drunk. I think he got really drunk at Triple H and Stephanie's wedding. And for some reason, like Jim Ross gets fired, or these people get fired for like you know, at the drop of a hat. But <laughs> he must have pictures of somebody with a goat. So. Uh... So yeah, <laughs> so this uh, this week we got some uh, some, uh, some what house guest. Yeah. We have a house guest double feature. Uh, we got Visitor Q <laughs> from two thousand one or uh, Bijita Q, and we have Hesher from twenty ten. So we'll get into that soon. Zom, how was your week? It's, it's been actually a, been nine days. Life is in a state of flux. Uh oh. Uh, and I don't know why my throat's all like uh, needs like clearing. I got a big glass of water. Um, everything's just fucked up. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I care, but I, I just don't give a fuck. Whatever. <laughs> I uh, uh, pretty, pretty generic week here. Um, I'm coming down with something. Could be. I, I've been a, I've been a little little hoarse sounding today too. We had yeah. a little. We had a little get together at our house last night. I had to work yesterday and uh, <laughs> today, so I ended up having to go to bed when, before anybody had left. But uh, uh, we, uh, yeah, it gets. We have a small house; it can get loud. So um, I ended up. I, I don't. I don't yell very often, but I was having to speak up to um, so I could be heard. I, was, I, was <laughs> I thought to have you were going to say. You were in the other room and tried to sleep, and you just yelled, "Shut, Shut the, the fuck up!" up! 
Uh, yeah, I, just in raising my voice, I ended up, I realized I was getting hoarse. So, and today I've just kind of been kind of, I don't know, I sound hoarse still. So, so we're, like, we're like two horses. <laughs> it's probably all the pollution in the air. Yes. It's Obama's our fault, dying too. planet. Global warming is a hoax. Um, what? <laughs> so what have you been watching this week? Uh, well, you know, I found out that... Um, uh, when you, I just woke up two people. So, I mean, I'm not like the most, um, bushy tailed right now. Um, just bushy. Not, yeah. I'm not even bright eyed. I kind of have like, I feel like I have paste in my eyes. Um, I, 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 I reformatted my, well, I put a new hard drive in my computer, reformatted and everything. And I'm, I'm, slowly uh dealing with all the problems that even after you get everything set up come along with that including last time when we tried to record Skype being all fucked up and everything. Uh I did think I figured that out um when I googled Skype and like a moron instead of just going you know I I I picked the first one on the list and didn't look and I don't even think that was a Skype website um and I think that's why it wouldn't work. <clears throat> the um, because it kept saying that I needed to update, and then when I would update, it would say it couldn't update. So then when I deleted it, and then went to the actual went <laughs> and actually went to Skype, uh, put it on there, didn't say I needed an update. So um, and even though I backed up all my shit, um, I think like all that was the thing about today about uh, the iTunes. Was um, everything is stored in iCloud? Yeah, yeah. And so when it's stored in iCloud, like movies, you have to pretty much you don't have to pay for them, but it's almost like you're just downloading them again. Yes. And you have to take all that time, so that was kind of frustrating. So there's a lot of stuff that's just stuff I've seen before, um, but there's some new stuff in here, and I'll go over the uh, the, the one stuff quick that I want to give a fuck. <laughs> Uh, like Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. Yeah. Uh, I bought the blue of that um, at Walmart uh, for, I think, seven fifty, and it was worth it. Nicolas Cage is pretty crazy. Idris Elba. That's <laughs> uh, good. In, uh, Christopher Lambert. Um, I, I watched, uh, okay, I watched um, Tall Hot Blonde, the documentary, this mm-hmm. morning, uh, which I got in the mail yesterday. Uh, and that was directed by Barbara Schroeder. Has a West Virginia uh, link in it. Uh, some of it takes place there. Uh, it's a really good documentary about uh, the internet and don't believe everything you uh, see or hear or everybody that you talk to. That was 2009. Nine. Nine. And uh, I watched. Come on, fucker. I watched uh, a movie called Tall Hot Blonde from 2012. It was directed by the legendary director, Courtney Cox. Ooh. <laughs> no, but seriously, I was surprised because I saw that and I was like, ooh. But then when I watched it, it I watched it with a couple of friends and we had seen the documentary and knew what was going to happen, but it was still, you know, it was st- the story is just so, I won't want to say good, but so strange that it made a good and this was made for TV you could tell there were like where the commercial cuts were mm-hmm. that Garrett Dillahunt 
that like we I think we talked about last week that played uh, Tommy Lee Jones's deputy in. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you posted that image of him. That's what that was. For. Yeah, it, 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 he was. He played the uh, protagonist, I guess, and uh, and he was perfect for the role. He was good. And Courtney Cock is in it, but she's she is only she has a really small part in it. And I was kind of hoping that she would be somebody that would be having sex or, you know, getting like um, hate fucked or something. <laughs> <laughs> I like to see the people on Friends get hate fucked. Um, I watched Gamera, Guardian of the Universe from 1995. Gamera Dai Kaiju Kuchu Kessen. Um, <laughs> This is about a giant turtle uh, who um, I, I'm pretty sure now, see, this is in the, you know, we started doing the kaiju thing, stars uh, Tsu Yoshi Ihara Akira Onodera Shinobu Nakayama. Um, and the deal with this is, I guess when you know they they were kind of uh, with the big Godzilla craze back in the day, they decided that uh, somebody was going to um, do a little uh, kind of create a Godzilla-like character themselves. Um, it's a, actually pretty good. This is the newer one. Like I said, this is a Millennium one, if you want to call it a Millennium movie. Um, so it's it's newer and everything looks pretty good. Um, they kind of. Um, I think did a little, uh, you know how in the one Godzilla movies where they talked, they, they they talked just a little bit about the Matthew Broderick Godzilla, and they said, well, that wasn't really Godzilla. Yes, they kind of do something like that in here, where they know, or I mean, I think in Godzilla Tokyo SOS, where um, they talk about Godzilla showing up. It might have been in Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. But anyway, this big uh, turtle creature has washed, uh, in a news report, washes up on the, the beach, and it's got a big chunk out of it where Godzilla, I guess, had fought. So that might have been like them saying, well, you know, you fuckers that made this Gamera movie, you can make them all you want, but uh, they didn't call him Gamera. <laughs> but they showed a big chunk, and they said, "Well, Godzilla had fought this creature, and whatever." But he's—he's. He's, uh, well, I don't want to give anything away, but yeah, check it out. It's not bad. Um, and then I just gave away my other one, which is Godzilla Tokyo <laughs> SOS. Uh, got on a little Godzilla kick. Come on, computer, motherfucker! I didn't bring this shit up for nothing. Um, Gojira Tai Masu. Masura Tai Mecha Gojira Tokyo SOS. Well, I mean, you know, they added all that, so it still says Tokyo SOS. Um, <laughs> this is from 2003, another Millennium Gojira. And um, let's see, it was directed by Masaki Tezuka and uh, starred Noboru Kaneko. And Miho <laughs> Yoshika and Mits- Mitsuki Koga. Uh, this one has, I think it is pretty much the, the actual sequel to God's- Godzilla against mm-hmm. Mechagodzilla. Because uh, they pretty much pick up right where that one left off. And you do have, god damn of course, now I can't remember what her name is. The main chick from Godzilla against Mechagodzilla yeah, is yeah. in this. But it's more or less like a cameo. Because uh, they have another chick. Uh, chick, chick, chick! What a misogynist I am! 
Um, I watched a favorite of yours. If my browser will go back. This was directed by Louis Lettieri. Lettier. Lettier. <laughs> what is it? And it stars Jason Statham and Amber Valletta. Oh. Uh, and it's called Transporter 2 from 2005. This was on TV. Um, it's so outrageous that uh, you, you almost half laugh. Um, well, you might not laugh, but it was outrageous. <laughs> uh, I watched Ramon's End of the Century again because uh, it was one of the things that was on my iPad that stayed. Well, there was stuff on my iPad, but I just couldn't add any new stuff unless I did the iCloud. Cloud. Cloud. iCloudius. <laughs> this was uh, directed by Jim Fields. What is this shit? Digital camera reviews. I don't care. Uh, and Michael Gramaglia. I uh, love the Ramones. I uh, watched this a bunch of times, and it got me on a... Ramones, you, uh, if you're a Ramones fan, YouTube is full of Ramones stuff, including their interviews are pretty fucking funny. Uh, and it doesn't matter which one of them they're interviewing, they all were pretty damn funny, except Johnny, and he was funny in his own way. As <laughs> um, he's an asshole. Uh, let's see. I got the other night, for some reason, I actually, as an old man, uh, turned on MTV. And got in a cash catfish TV show, the TV show marathon, <laughs> um, and that's kind of that kind of got me in. Uh, that's why I watched Tall Blonde. Um, the show is, you know, it's kind of a reality show, but I'm pretty sure that a good portion of it's a work. Um, so we won't talk too much more about that, except that uh, Neve is very hairy uh, and skinny. Um, let's see. I watched this is a new one, uh, an indie movie. It's on iTunes, 2013's Drinking Buddies, uh, directed by Joe Schwanberg. How come I like how I'm reading these Japanese names and I'm like, Schwanberg. <laughs> uh, stars Olivia Wilde, Jake Johnson, Anna Kendrick, and Ron Livingston. This is actually pretty good. I, I thought it, I liked it. Uh, it's one that you can watch with your chick. Um, and if you've been in relationships, you will, or had like a chick that you were like best friends with, but you know, you kind of have a thing for her, blah, blah, but it's good. And they drink a lot of beer. They work in, a, in like a microbrewery. So there's just beer drinking constantly. Um, Livy Wild's hot and she does uh, get naked for a few seconds on the beach. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I watched uh, this was from nineteen thirty-three, directed by James Whale and written by H. G. Wells. And it's the Invisible Man. And uh, this is on uh, iTunes Instant Watch. I'm just sitting here talking, and I sort of got in my brain. I'm like, uh, I feel like I'm just like uh, on autopilot. So I'm going to try and step it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it starts Claude Rains, Gloria Stewart. I'm still half asleep. I think William Harrigan. This is very entertaining. And if you ever see the, did you see the movie Gods and Monsters? Uh, I don't think so. Stars Ian McKellen and Georgia the Jungle Guy. Which no, is no, I haven't seen that. But it's really good. It's about uh, the whole thing is about James Whale who directed um, Frankenstein, uh-huh. the original Frankenstein, and the Bride of Frankenstein, and of course the Invisible Man, which I'm talking about, and a whole bunch of other shit. Well, one thing that they say in the movie um, is. Um, 
what is the guy that was in The Mummy and George of the Jungle and Dudley Do Right and all that? The oh, Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser, yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's the best movie he's ever been in because he play, I mean, it's like a it's a serious movie. Well, I don't know. He was good in Quiet American too, with Michael Caine. But um, it, it, they talked about in that movie like he's showing, I think Frankenstein or Bride of Frankenstein to Brendan Fraser. Or Brendan Fraser's watching it, and the, he actually says, you know, this movie's kind of fun, and and how people think of those movies as a horror movie, but when you watch it, there's a lot of really funny shit in it too because James <laughs> Wales is a really good director. Good movie. Uh, Gods and Monsters is a really good movie. I recommend that highly. Cool. Uh, I watched it with my mommy. 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 Mm, uh, next thing I watched was a Criterion movie from 1968 directed by John Cassavetes starring John Marley and Gina Rollins. And there's some faces in there that you'll see, including uh, it's called the movie. Well, no pun intended. I have a pop-up that keeps popping up to bug the shit on me. Discover married men, all the best choices. Discover married man here. Click now. I don't want to discover married man. You already have fucking malware on your new hard drive. <laughs> no, there's a, there's a, um, there's <laughs> yeah. Like when, in the synopsis for the movie Faces, which is the Cassavetes movie I'm talking about, it says an old married man uh, leaves his wife for a younger woman. Well, married man and younger woman are in blue and underlined. So if you even put your your uh, mouse on it, it comes gotta, up like... you got to fix that. Yeah, I know. It's a crock, crock of shit. Uh, but this is a pretty good movie. It's you know, it's when you watch a cast of Eddie's movie, you know it's going to seem like a lot of it's ad libbed and and it's just people acting like people, you know. And there's a lot of people drunk in this and having fun and and or and or being assholes to each other and this that. Uh, this the guy John Marley is the one that played in the original Godfather that ended up with a horse that's head in his bed. Uh, mm. the, the head of the movie studios. Uh, I'll see here. And it's shot, I can't remember what, if it's 16 millimeter or something, but it's this real grainy black and white, which gives it a real, real kind of cool look. I'll uh, see. I watched Lincoln again on Blu-ray. <laughs> And I watched Being Flynn again on uh, Blu-ray, and I like both of those. And I watched Hesher and Visitor Q. Yeah. When I watched a documentary, which I posted, and it's really good. Uh, it's called Lance Armstrong Cycling's Greatest Fraud. And I'm telling you what, people, this guy who everybody thought was this American hero and everything, what a piece of shit. And I'm not just talking about doing steroids. He was not only a lying ass dog and when they show him like doing interviews and him um, people specifically asking him if he ever did performance enhancing drugs and he's like being real earnest or he gets pissed off and real you know like real assholeish yeah. but the other stuff is how he treated people and he was a fucking bully he was a jerk he would it, they had like this uh Almost like a mafia-like omerta, where you weren't supposed to say anything, and if anybody spoke up, he would like destroy him because yeah. he had all this power. And I mean, he was a fucking dick. And anybody that feels sorry for that piece of shit, I mean, <laughs> if you watch that documentary, you will you will think he is a 
And there's a whole shitload of people on there that, that talk about what an what a scumbag he is. That's it. I don't care. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't care either. I'm done. Oh <laughs> wait, I need to talk about what I watched. Um, what did I watch? Let's see. I watched a few movies. Um, somehow I just closed my. Did you play list any games? Played a, played a little bit of game. Uh, been listening. Almost almost done with uh, listening through the audiobook of of Blood Meridian. I finished my Blu-ray of uh, Mid South uh, Legends. It's good shit. They talk, they talk about one man gang at the end. One man gang. And, uh uh, who else did they talk about at the end there? Uh, I didn't actually. You know what? I have one. I think I have one match left. They talk about Doctor Death, Steve Williams, for the last mm. last little bit. Poor guy. Yeah, I realized they have a match Terry Gordy and Steve Williams on there, and I was like, f- I was watching. I was like, fuck, this is good. Then I was like, fuck, both these guys are dead. Yeah. Um, well, and Gordy, what did he die of? A heart attack or something? He had like several overdoses, like oh. on airplanes. And at one time, he had, he overdosed on an airplane sitting right beside Steve Williams. And Steve Williams had to uh, put him on the floor of the airplane and basically give him CPR and slap him across the face. And then he had like kind of like brain damage after that. Ugh. And he came back and wrestled, but he said he was not the same mm. after that. And um, I think it was one of those deals where... He now who knows what's the truth or whatever. I, but I, for some reason, I'm thinking that he was getting cleaned up or something like that, and then his his well, they always say his poor heart just gave out. Yeah, but like Eddie Guerrero style or something. Yeah. The um, did I mention Sleepaway Camp last week? I can't remember. Sleepaway Camp. So uh, I've decided. If you can't remember. I think it'd be okay to talk about. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'll talk about it. The uh, I, uh, des- I decided to only watch horror movies for my personal viewing this this month and not just any i'm trying to uh and i've I've gotten some advice but i'm trying to educate or re-educate myself on certain horror movies that people feel are essential to the genre you know important horror movies so i've been watching i guess more or less classics or milestones or you know just ones that are that i've just missed for some reason or ones that i've seen when i was a kid or something i just can't remember so um, I, um, I watched, well, Sleepaway Camp, and I can't remember if I talked about it. And it says I watched it 11 days ago, so it's likely, but Sleepaway Camp was pretty brutal. Um, it's, uh, I thought it was going to be a little more innocent than it was. There's some fucked up stuff in there, man. There's something, and they, 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 they do a good job with the, um, I guess the, the asshole characters in it being actual assholes. This one, uh, girl that's where it has this giant side ponytail, is the biggest fucking cunt, man. Oh, she's awful. But it's um I mean it's and it's got a it's got a bizarre a bizarre ending. It's a, it's a weird one. I I, thought I liked it. I'd never seen it. It was um, like I said. I wonder what which podcasts in like one single episode say the word chick and cunt more. <laughs> <laughs> and, and duck. Um I watched, let's see. I watched The Changeling. Uh this is uh George C. Scott ghost movie mm. um, from when was this movie made? 1980. Ooh, oh. I thought it was late 70s. Uh, this is a um, 
I have a weird, and I've talked about horror in general. I have a weird history, I guess, with ghost movies because I don't believe in ghosts, so they don't scare me at all. Like when people get like creeped out by ghost movies, I guess maybe if something like that happened in my house, it would creep me out. But it's like seeing it in a movie. I'm like, okay, this is uh, this is fucking fake. Like I don't know why. It's just like I have this like I've totaled this separation with ghost films and like I don't believe in that shit either. But I'm serious. Um, I have one room in this house which is my bedroom, <laughs> one of my bedrooms. And if I sleep in that fucking bedroom, I wake up and see shit, and I, well, I mean, I'm fucking, I don't know, I'm crazy. But, like, I jump <laughs> out of bed, I, I try and punch bugs on the wall, I try and attack, like, uh, like a, a guy's head, just a head, was <laughs> beside me, and it started vibrating in some of the covers. I was like, holy shit. But then if I sleep anywhere else, I, well, now if I sleep other places, the same thing happens, so never mind. <laughs> uh, this was this is actually really good i mean it's 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 very well done um the uh the music in it's good uh george c scott is a um well basically it, the, the movie opens with him seeing his family killed so he is like he's a he's a composer and also a teacher a music teacher so he's trying to kind of get out of his routine because he's kind of like, you know, he's upset, but his wife and his daughter are killed in like a car accident thing. And, um, so he goes out he basically just rents this giant house to seclude himself to just to get his like, so he's not seeing his everyday stuff and he's going out there to get work done and stuff like that. It's always good when you have like trauma to just like go and be completely by yourself. (laughs) Isolate yourself so you can be with your psychos. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's there. I mean, there is some creepy stuff in it. They do a really good job of it, and um, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a kind of a haunting. Uh, it's a movie about this the haunting of this place, but it ends up being almost like a mystery at one point too, because they're getting they kind of communicate with the ghost, and it's pretty good. I liked it a lot. Do you do the whole thing with like the atmosphere? Do you turn all the lights off, and are you by yourself and all that shit? I was by myself, but I I can't remember. I, I, you know, I think I watched this one at night, but I think I had the lights on. But like the, the you know, being in the dark, it doesn't make any difference to me. I don't care. Um, let's see. I watched uh, I watched the Return of Godzilla or God, Godzilla nineteen eighty four. IMDb said horror is one of the genres, so I counted it. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one is the one I talked about last week. Uh, where they had the tie-in with Dr. Pepper when they were here, <laughs> and apparently they've really changed. They really changed a lot. They uh, in the American version they made this uh, Russian guy the bad, like, basically the bad guy that was trying to start a nuclear war. And in this one, the guy, he, the Russian guy, is dying and trying to stop the nuclear war. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan must have directed the other one. <laughs> um, but this is a good one, though. I this is. Um, uh, I mean, I didn't remember hardly any of it. It's been almost 30 years since I've seen the fucking thing, but um, I like this a lot. Uh, check this one out. It's a it's a serious Godzilla movie, um, and this was, I think, the last one they made before they started doing the ones in the 90s again, so um, I might be mistaken on that, but it's it, it, it was kind of like where um, uh, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla kind of ignored all the other movies except for the first one. This one did the same thing. So, um, but, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. I checked, uh, definitely watch this one if you like Godzilla movies. Um, let's see. I watched, uh, well, Jane and I went to this, uh, I could mention this real quick cause it, I, I do remember this in conjunction, but we went to this 
a Lego exhibit. I posted some p- pictures of it on my Facebook, but it was really neat. Just this guy does sculptures, like human, like human form sculptures and stuff, life size out of Legos. Uh, and it was really interesting. But anyway, we came home and she was in the mood to watch um, Stir of Echoes. So we checked that out. That's the uh, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon movie from 99. Um, very, uh, very 90s in its approach. Uh, lots of uh, 90s music and attire, which was kind of bad. But um, pretty cool movie. Another kind of uh, ghost movie. Um, the... This one, maybe it wasn't ghost. I don't know if it was a ghost or not. I guess it was because the little kid talked to the the person too. But um, this was a cool one. I never, I never, like, I guess I knew about it. This would have come out the year I, well, right when I got out of college. So I don't know what I was doing then, just working and liking the fact that I wasn't in school, I guess. So. Um, but then we watched, we also watched Creep Show, um, which I hadn't seen since I was a kid. And I, I, I talked about a scene in a, in in one of the creep show movies with a, a a pier on a lake, and this was not. I thought this was going to be this one. This was not creep show. That was, that must have been from part two. Um, this is the I guess Steven Spielberg, St- Steven Spielberg, Stephen King, written um, kind of. Uh, it's just there's no, not really any links. There's just shorts. There's like five. It's about two hours long. I think there's yeah. five. Five is, it, is Adrian Barbeau in one of those? Adrian Barbeau is in yeah, she's in that one. Yeah. The, that's the one with the monster in the crate. Yeah, I think I it's just called one. the crate. And then Stephen King is in one where he's a farmer that finds this weird meteor. Um, it's funny that I don't even like horror movies, but then when you talk about some of these, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like, <laughs> how the fuck did I see that? Because they like, do scare me. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I hate Halloween. Uh, see, I love Halloween, and I mean, I guess see horror movies for me. Other than when I was a kid and they would scare me, like it's, I mean, as soon as I got to be like twelve or thirteen, they were more of like, you know, the jump scares would get me, but the other stuff I was kind of jaded to it already, and they just became kind of boring after a while because they weren't really doing what they were supposed to do. Now, if they were bad and funny, I liked them, but I can go back now and appreciate them a little better. But I still don't get like creeped out by horror movies really. Um, well, you're a, you're a tough guy. I mean, like you yeah, grew up I'm, in the school of hard knocks. I am, t- I am tough. I. Well, well, um, let's see. Uh, but yeah, and this is the, I really liked the um, the the skit with uh, Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen, and uh, that was a cool one. And then, was that the was that the beach? Yeah, the beach one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. So I watched. I'm a cinephile. Oh, only one more. Uh, I watched My Bloody Valentine. This is uh, Will mentioned it on Gentleman's Guide last week. Is like his. That reminds me of my ex girlfriend. Uh oh. Second favorite slasher. <laughs> Oh yeah, speaking of which, I started Carrie in the beginning of that movie has the My Bloody Valentine too. I, have you seen Carrie? The, the original? I saw the original with Sissy yeah, Spacek. The original, yeah. That beginning with like the slow-mo with her fucking taking a shower, I'm like, what is he doing here? Like she's a high school student and they're like making this like sensual shower scene. Anyway, well, I just started, I started nah, that one. De Palma. Yeah, I haven't seen that since I was a kid either. So <laughs> <laughs> that was Brian De Palma, right? Yeah, De Palma. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'll have to finish that one for next week. It's on Central Netflix. Bleeding. But um, I watched uh, My Bloody Valentine, which is Will said it was his. I get, think he said second favorite slasher. I don't know. I don't know what his first one is. Maybe Halloween. But um, I had never seen My Bloody Valentine. Um, very Canadian. 
Um, it's a, uh, it's very good. It's, it's well, what's that? I don't understand what that meant. That comment. You just tried to put that in there and then just kept rolling. Well, they don't. Um, you know, a lot of times when movies are filmed in Canada, they don't. It wasn't actually blood. It was maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't. Uh, I mean, they, you know, they talk about. I think they talk about being from Canada. Everybody has a Canadian accent. I mean, it's you know, it's it's a mining town somewhere in Canada, but it's it's it's. Uh, very small town and everybody's all excited about the, the, the Valentine's day dance, but there's a guy that like lost his shit back in the day that, uh, killed every, all these people back in, you know, 20 years prior. And apparently he's back and like, don't have the Valentine's day dance or whatever. And it almost turns into like a, a jaws type thing for eventually like the, the sheriff's trying to keep it a secret. And, <laughs> uh, but it's, the guy's it's name was Will Smith. This guy's name was Will Smith. He was hiding a bunch of hearts and candy boxes. He strangled them with strips of denim. <laughs> the, um, but there's some gory stuff and I watched the uncut version. So this one chick gets a fucking, like he hangs her on a shower, like, but like, so it like comes out of her mouth. So the guy, when the guy finds her, the shower is on. So it's like just a fucking uh, water pouring out of her face. <laughs> I hope you don't turn into like some kind of psychopath from watching nah. all these, these. Be like my dad. You keep watching them stupid ass movies. <laughs> yeah, what a weirdo! Uh, but that was the last thing I I completed this week. So. I had to put the kibosh on my parents. Uh-oh. I was talking to my mom on the phone, and I hear my dad in the background like blurt out something, and she goes, "Your dad wants to know." When you ha- when your next day off is, and I don't know. I mean, it's like when somebody something catches you off guard and you just blurt out. I was like Sunday, and then <laughs> and then as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I'm like, oh fuck! <laughs> and she goes, he wants to come up and see your new garage. Oh. And so then I I groaned, and she said, well, she goes, well, what? Well, she goes, what? And I said, mom, I said he's just going to come up here and tell me everything that I did wrong. It's horrible, blah 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 blah. And she, oh no, he won't. See, she still like lives in this denial. It's like she would be like uh, Ava Braun to Hitler. <laughs> you know, if somebody said, you know, the guy's killing all these Jews and he started a world war and everything. She, oh no, come on now, he's not that bad. So anyway, I compare my dad to Hitler. <laughs> and uh, so next day, I got up and I just was like, I had so much anxiety. I sent her an email on Facebook. I sent her a, a, a regular email and I called and left a message on her answer machine and said, you're not coming. Do not come no matter what. <laughs> 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 now I kind of feel bad. And I'm thinking about it. But I don't. But I do. They'll <laughs> eh, get over it. Yeah. We got to get your dad and my dad together. I'm oh, no, see, they make sweet love to each other. <laughs> I, 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 think, I, think, I think an issue there might be as you know as with your dad with your dad horror stories like personality wise they sound pretty similar i think your dad might be a lot brighter than my dad my dad would hate your dad he would hate everybody's dad he he hates everybody he doesn't like any <laughs> well my dad hates everybody too but my dad is like my dad's like uh, uh basically a teabagger oh uh, yeah my dad would hate his yeah, dad see? <laughs> <laughs> my dad's a fox news guy Oh, my dad would he would want to kill you. So I don't know if they would get along very well. We could do each other a favor. Lock him in a room like a pistol. <laughs> does your dad? Does your dad drink? No, he's See, just crazy. My dad. I my, should say that. We should cut this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need a visitor cue to come to our house. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
God damn, this big glass of vodka is making me feel good. <laughs> okay, let's take a break and well, we'll come back and do visitor queue first. How about that? <laughs> or maybe not. We'll be right back. Are you tired of the same old pop culture podcast? Do you listen to those other podcasts and think to yourself, why aren't they talking about the things I'm interested in? Hi, I'm Reverend Scott, and when I want to listen to a couple of guys with their appendages on the pulse of pop culture, Penis. I listen to the Are You Serious podcast. Hear news about politics and religion where hosts Chris and Frank ask the tough questions. You woke up with a cock in your mouth. Would you take it or leave it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How big is the cock? You'll hear entertainment news about your favorite movies and TV shows, plus plain old wholesome discussion about the lives of Chris and Frank. I mean, now I am, like, tattooed. It's weird. It's like I've... I guess I should explain what I got. Yeah. It's three swastikas. Each one interconnected. <laughs> To look like a smiley face, and on my left arm is cock and balls. And you notice I looked at my right Character arm. from an old that. Disney film. It's the prequel to Song of the South. Exactly. No, I have it's um, called Song of the Cock and Balls. <laughs> it sounds like this. So when you think pop culture podcast, remember this. What's that thing between the dick and the asshole? The Are You Serious podcast on iTunes or Are You Serious Podcast dot com. Man, you ready to drop this man? Yay! We'll kick it from King Town. Hey, you know what? Well, I was just thinking, Zom, nothing says Takashi Mike like Heavy D and the Boys. Ha 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 Alright, uh, Visitor Q 2 <laughs> 2001. Zom, would you care to synopsize again? <laughs> I mean, what? I'd be glad to. A troubled and perverted family find their lives intruded by a mysterious stranger who seems to help find balance in their disturbing natures. <laughs> do we have to do this again? Okay. The uh, <laughs> um, so this is uh, this is directed by Takashi Miike, as I already said, and um, this is part of a and I didn't do any research, of course, because why would I? But uh, part of the like something called the Love series or something like that. But it's uh, it was a direct-to-video, uh, five different directors, I believe. But um, this is one of the last ones in the series. This this is a um, uh, an interesting take on the family unit. Um, I uh, as I was watching it, I I just had the sneaking suspicion that Zom might not be a fan of it. I don't know why. But um, we're simpatico. That's why. So it's uh, it's eighty three eighty three minutes long, and um, and I, as I've already listed off, Ed, and if you haven't realized by now, we had a little bit of technical issue, and uh, <laughs> we're having to record some text, some text, some uh, conversation over again. But um, in an eighty three minute movie, we uh, Mike somehow manages to squeeze in not only the story of the film, but also um, uh, incest, murder, rape. Necrophilia, um, scat, drug use. I think I forgot that one before. Sadism. Um, 
What else we got? Lactation. Japanese, Japanese people. Japanese people. Murder. I think I already said murder, but there's a few. Um, so it's uh, it it it. A lot of the times you can say with movies like this that it's just it borderlines on the absurd. This movie is completely absurd, but it's done so for a reason. And what would that reason be? <laughs> well, it's it's a it's a complete twist on what you would expect because when the movie opens, you have a guy who is um, he's filming a I mean a prostitute of sorts. The um, and I don't want to say this. A lot of the things that happen in this are going to be hard to talk about because a lot of the quote unquote shocking things are part of what is going on and tie into like each each character's role in this family unit. You have this family that is a you have a daughter and a son. You have a mom and you have a father. The 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 dad is very he's 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 more concerned with his work than he is making his family work making his family unit function as a family he's a documentary filmmaker and he's even sacrificed his own well-being in order to try to get make make his work successful and um even his coworkers uh you know look down on him because of it um you have the mother who is, uh, well, she's beaten by the sun constantly. She's got bruises all over her body, so that's that's already a twist on the on what may be expected, at least maybe from stuff you would see here. In that the you know with the parent beating the child, but this is the other way around. Um, she's also a drug addict. I, I don't know if it's heroin or what, but she injects it into her leg, um, and she also occasionally. I don't know if this is her full-time thing. She's a, a, a prostitute. Um, the daughter, who's not in the picture, she is. Uh, she has run away. And then you have uh, the visitor, and the visitor comes in very unexpectedly. And with this kind of thing, you're thinking, you know, before any of this family, all these family issues are even on the table, you have the guy who his, you know, he's filming, recording his time with this prostitute. You can tell he doesn't do it a lot because he's very like, he comes early (laughs) and this, this girl, uh, again, I don't want to exactly say who she is. Um, but I wonder if it, if it, if it, you know, in this, cause we're not going to give away what, what, like you just said, but I mean, is it bad? To be able to last longer with the person that he's with, or, or, <laughs> well, she and she, char- she charges him extra because he comes early. Coming early is a hundred thousand extra yen. It's like what? I wish we could say what what's going on here because um, then the 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 uh, what I'm trying to say would be a little bit more. Fun. <laughs> do you want to last longer? <laughs> exactly. You, well, okay. well, whatever. And the it it opens up with a with an interesting quote. It says, "Have you ever done it with your dad?" And uh, you want to know the truth about teens today? They tell the future of Japan, and it's it's a it's it's a black screen with just text on it. The hopeless future. Um, so, I mean, if any, I mean, this is a this is a comment on just disintegrating families in general, but it's done in an absurdist way. And what I was saying before, despite the but really the only kind of 
um, I guess negative thing you're seeing is this obvious guy who's he's cheating on somebody or whatever because he keeps saying I'm not I shouldn't be doing this I shouldn't be doing this um, but he uh, you know he's filming it and whatnot but he's on his way home and he gets blindsided I think it was what was the quote they showed on the on the screen at this point it's uh, uh have you ever been hit on the head yeah, and it's a literal ball. thing. I mean, because all of a sudden, this dude, the visitor, that's his first appearance. This guy, he always wears sunglasses. He's got big hair. He wears this red silk shirt. And um, dad, and you don't even know that he is dad yet. I mean, this is like, he's just a guy. And he, uh, after he has had this time with his prostitute, he's on his way home. He's sitting at a train station, and this guy with the, you know, the shades. And he looks like he'd be out of... Uh, uh, like a rock band or something, I guess. But he just re- reaches in the window behind him at the train station and just smashes him over the head with a rock, <laughs> and uh, a big rock. <laughs> but um, he did, uh, you know, uh, they they do the thing in this like they don't really cut any corners without uh, with uh, with the gore and the nudity and stuff outside of bleeping out genitals, which they always do in Japanese movies. God. After all the shit they showed in this fucking thing, yeah, they still bleep out pubes, pixel out fucking a dick. But uh, I thought he, I thought that he was going to eat her ass for a second there. He was really, he was really had his nose in there. But might as well. He did get a mouth. He did get a mouthful of puss though. I mean, he was going down on her pretty good. But yeah, blurred out cock. (laughs) He probably his 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 uh, moral values probably (laughs) would let him eat her ass. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's one thing you just can't do in that situation. <laughs> but uh, there's some there's some really cool in this in that opening scene. There's some really cool handheld shot shoot, uh, shooting and stuff because you're you're going between the the uh, the filmmaker's camera as a and also the the prostitute's camera and the guy's camera too because they're filming. They're, she's taking pictures of him and he's recording her and. Um, but it made for a cool little transition there. But anyway, he gets hit in the head, and that's a very quick scene. Black, fade to black, and then it, we get, have you ever hit your mom? So this is when we're introduced to this fucking little shithead, Takuya. Uh, Takuya is a young gentleman who, well, gentleman, that uh, <laughs> basically if his mom does anything not to his liking, and and, and it's odd that they... Never, I don't know if that was a budgetary thing or if this was a, a conscious decision. Of all the stuff, again, they show in this, they never show the son actually hit. Yeah, that kind of sucked. I felt really bad for her, kind Why? of, at least for the beginning. Well, because, I mean, she's this poor, quiet lady. She limps around, and then oh. you, he, 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 like, I think she forgot to like change the channel or something like that or and like you just hear him whipping the shit out of her and he's like she keeps screaming not on my face not on my face and she's got these bruises all over his body all over her body yeah but i was under the impression that that was all like like her um what do you call it like she, she was into it i don't know and that was part of the act like it's like a, a, a uh, okay. I mean, I could see SM thing. That could be a thing, and uh, and, and maybe know, that's just my personality. Kind of <laughs> well, with the, with that, you could say, you know, like I said, with the borderline absurdist stuff, like all of the stuff in this movie is, it, it's it's ridiculous. All the stuff that that ends up going on between these these family members, but they are just twists on how 
the family should act. Like she is, if, if that's the case where you said that she's into it as well, she, you know, that's the classic, you know, the, the mother being, um, encouraging her child's poor behavior as opposed to being nurturing and, you know, and, See, and being I a guiding force. Smart. Hey, there you go. Um, I'm smart. But, uh, we get a little, a little reason why so, so Takuya is, uh, he, he's very, he's a neat freak. He wears like a, 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 a germ mask when he goes into his room. Like he's got all these, like, I don't know what those things are called. Crops or whatever. The, the things that he beats his mom with. Yeah. I, uh, I, I needed one the other day. I was trying to, I was trying to clean out a rug and I needed one of those big things. You beat that's a rug what, with. you know, that's what, uh, until you just said that I've seen like in movies and stuff where they'll hang up a rug. Yeah. I tried doing and, that the other day. Yeah. I have a, I had a rug and my vacuum was fucked up. And so I was trying to I have this big rug in our living room. And I, I, we have a wooden swing out back, and I hit, I hung it over the top of that, and I was trying to beat it with a broom, but it wasn't working quite so well. So. I try and like knock the uh, lice out of my pubic hair <laughs> with a broom, with a tennis racket. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so Takuya, it's, I mean, as soon as he gets his room up into his room, hangs his his crop or his rug beater or whatever the fuck it is back in his little closet. Um, his schoolmates, like you get the you get known already that his schoolmates just bully the shit out of him because these guys start yelling at him out the window. They shoot fireworks into his bedroom window, and and um, this is uh, this is the point when I guess you get the whole complete family idea. Dad has been followed home by the guy with the rock visitor, and just as we see in the next movie, visitor just you know makes himself comfortable. He, he starts eating the food and nobody questions really like it's it's maybe somebody maybe if one person says like who's this oh he's gonna be staying here for a while or whatever i think you know and like he never he doesn't say a whole lot um but becomes this force and you know for you know in the hit over the head that's becomes his job is to make this family function more as a traditional family as far as their maybe not what the hell they're behaving but how their relationships are with one another um at this point there's a lot of things like crazy things i don't even want to like say what they are because it, it it's it's something that needs to be experienced because some of it's so ridiculous and gross that you I, it's <laughs> it's I mean this is this is one of the, the this is the darkest of comedies because I was laughing at how absurd a lot of it was. Um, You're weird. I am weird. The uh, oh, dad got hit in the head twice. I forgot. So yeah, I mean this is when you saw mom with all of her bruises and she she injects the heroin or whatever it was into her leg. Um, and dad, this is his story. Is he's he's decided his new documentary thing is going to be telling the story of school bullying and how a father deals with it. So and you know and he's totally um, taking advantage of the situation because he'll follow his son around and actually record his son, like videotape his son getting beat up and stuff in order to you know it's like now now you do this and blah blah and it's totally set up and everything like that and it's just really pathetic. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of what I can say. Oh, you get to see mom naked. There's, and she's got some really big nipples. They like cast huge shadows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they like big, like, they're like Vienna sausage nipples. 
Yeah. Um, Just gnaw on. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably a lot more rubbery than than banana sausages, though. Uh, Let's see. Uh, There's a... I'm trying to think of what else I could say about like the scenes that happen. Well, it's kind of like uh, when you, I mean, it's relevant today when you're talking about how like the dad, uh, his son is shit is happening to his son, but mm-hmm. he's more interested in holding his stupid camera up and and getting the shot. When you watch these stupid ass reality TV shows today, like the Kardashians mm-hmm. and that garbage, and he's trying know, to create so, something like that. It seems. I mean, this. Yeah. Is, you know, and uh, you know, it's like exploiting you know pain and your your kids and yeah, and it's know, it's because for your own like you know uh, ego and you know quest for fame and all that bullshit, which and, and, actually means nothing. And for for better or worse, this movie becomes. This almost, I mean, the, the visitor, visitor Q, the, he, he, like I said, he hardly speaks at all. And they never um, call him visitor Q. They don't call him anything. And he's yeah, just he there and nobody really questions it. And the, the, uh, it, it is the transformation of this family of this, you know, exploitative, weak willed father who, you know, there's no relationship with the parents really. They don't really like talk much. Um, you got the daughter who's not present. You have the son who is abusive to his mother, who, you know, is, I mean, he's just, and it's the, it's the transformation of them through this, like, like almost like almost silent force of nature that's come into their lives. And granted, like I said, they're <laughs> how they start behaving probably is even worse <laughs> than before, yeah, but, but, can- but in a weird, <laughs> twisted kind of way, it becomes a more, you know, a family again, as opposed to just people coinciding in the same house with his with his very unhealthy relationships with each other. So, <laughs> you get you you you, you do get uh, you do get. Um, let me think of ways to say it without giving up anything. Um, you get somebody that spits on their hand to moisten a vagina, which I thought was pretty classy. Uh, you get, uh, there's one line, Hey, this is shit. It's not a mystery of life. It's shit. What the fuck did you eat? That's a, that's a quote. Um, you you have a, uh, uh, a rain shower of sorts with an umbrella indoors that there might be, and there very well could have been a lot of vaginal fluid mixed in with the shower. (laughs) Um, So uh, it, it's it's don't watch it. You, you don't want to watch this with uh, anybody that you're concerned about how they feel about <laughs> your mom. Yeah, don't. This is not a mom movie. Definitely. Uh, what what did you think of it? I, I don't know, dude. I mean, you know, listening to you talk about it is more. I mean, enlightening because maybe, I, like I said, I think I was just kind of in. Well, number one, I was in a rush. Yeah. Number two. Everything fell apart that day, so I was in a really fucking... I mean, as far as not in life, but I mean, as far as computer and Skype and everything. And speaking um, of number two... <laughs> you have to poop? No. I mean, in this movie. Oh. Um, but, uh, y'all... Um, but, like I said, just like hearing your perspective on it, and it, 
because I even went on Amazon and read some reviews to mm-hmm. try and get a feel for it. Because, like I said, I mean, even though uh, when I started watching this, my initial thing is, God, what the fuck? Why am I wa- why am I watching this bullshit? But you know, you know that unless it's like uh, August Underground or something like that, where they sit, like Bill or Will or whoever says that. There's no statement. They're not trying to say anything. They're just trying to be gross and everything. That that this movie, there's probably more to it, but yeah. I just couldn't wrap my head around <laughs> what the fuck that was because I was so uh, I don't I, like I, I don't know if I should say grossed out or because there were parts there were a lot of parts that were were gross. Yeah, but I was just kind of like, what the fuck? I mean, I just wasn't in the mood to. Um, I don't know. Uh, and, uh, there's some things that your, I don't. Your commentary is making it a lot more interesting. Yeah. But I will say this: even though now I can see it in that light, I'm not going to go back and watch it. <laughs> I I did not enjoy it in any way whatsoever. Um, except maybe when the mom was when the guy was beating his mom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I almost said something. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I just. <sighs> it's the awakening, awakening of the dead, the reformation, the 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 strengthening of that family unit, the son becoming more, you know, not be trying to be this like silent alpha type, his dad standing up for him as opposed to, yeah. and it's it's it, it the the turnaround is is interesting and it's it's. Uh, for the longest time as this movie was going on, I thought it was just going to be uh, uh, shocking, shocking, shocking. And, and I mean, Takashi Miike has got fucking like 8,000 movies in, in his resume, and he's yeah. done a lot of weird shit. This one, this one could be, like, as far as what I've seen, like, as, uh, making a statement as far as not just, not just doing it just to be weird. Um, but like, I think that possibly, well, not possibly. I mean, this, this, def- this movie will definitely... Uh, polarize people. Yeah, and it's oh, and it's. I mean, I guess if I mean, if you didn't realize it, it's the same guy that did the you know the Thirteen Assassins remake right. and the yeah. But but um, by I understand what he's doing, and I understand um, why he did it. But this <laughs> is it's almost like a a subversive, abstract kind of a thing. Yeah, and it's so distasteful and so (laughs) difficult to watch that i think that you're you're going he is going to lose or not going to he does lose so many people that are just going to out of hand just say jesus fucking christ like i you know i i don't know (laughs) i you know what else i really liked was the how animated the dad got by the end he, he ended up being pretty funny, like no, when he was enjoying himself when he did that saw motion <laughs> at one point, and the the uh, I like the how the mom kind of had her awakening with throwing sharp objects. <laughs> that was pretty cool. No, nothing. <laughs> um, eh, it we, just it just was just awful. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure who recommended this one. Somebody recommended it along with Hesher, so. I don't know who to tell you to blame. I can fucking delete them. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I mean, you know, this movie worked for me. I uh, I wasn't sure what to expect, but uh, it. Uh, well, for one thing, because why would I have watched it if we weren't? <laughs> but like I said, I mean, I wasn't really thinking about any of that stuff, yeah. just because all I was going by was my just re- my my. Uh, gut instinct or initial reaction to all the the, the shit mm-hmm. uh, and you know I mean I guess you're more uh, in tune with trying to dig out what's going on or something <laughs> because I just couldn't even get past the the depravity you know, just, of everything <laughs> fuck you know I just want if if this would have been on my uh, my VCR <laughs> <laughs> I would have fucking been fast forward, and I gotta tell you, I'm like, I was just like, Jesus Christ, come on! Oh, oh well, yeah. I, I guess we can't win them all. I, I we can rate it. The um, the you know when I got out of it was rewarding for me, and and, and you know it's it's uh, it was surprising. I thought it was just gonna be just weird for the sake of being weird, but it was weird for a reason. Uh, and it's, I mean, it was probably weird for the sake of being weird too, but. You know, it all it all went somewhere, which I really appreciated. Um, and I mean, this had to have been like what a three hundred dollar budget or some shit. <laughs> so, uh, but it was. I mean, I liked it a lot. I give it a. I give it a. Let's go eight. I'm going eight out of ten. Okay, pre silver and gold review, <laughs> I would have given this a one or less. But since you kind of explained it to me, because I'm stupid, <laughs> I, I would give it a three. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, uh, I'm telling you, I would never watch it again. I have no, no. I, I mean, I this it just kind of. I'm just so repulsed <laughs> by it that I just don't give a fuck. Um, I would give it a, I don't even know if I'd get a two. Oh, two's your classic. I can, that's, it well, jumped to, it jumped I doubled, to it. I doubled your score. I'm proud to say I you doubled Zoss' score. I, I, I'm serious. When I was watching, I was like, that's why you, you were like, which one do you want to review? And I'm like, I don't want to. I mean, I just don't even have anything. Uh, I mean, if we told all the stuff, you know, like just sit here and said, okay, well, this person did this, and then, and then this was that, and but it it was just like uh, that. Honest to God, the way I when I was watching it, I even though I haven't seen those August Underground movies, this is that's the feeling I got. I was just like, I'm just watching this garbage. <laughs> I'm just watching this shit where this guy is just trying to be shocking, yeah. and 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 I wasn't, but I like I said, I wasn't looking for anything else out of it so i didn't see anything else i didn't try and put the pieces together because i'm just it would be like if somebody uh just showed uh close-ups of people's buttholes and then a big (laughs) big turds come out and landed in somebody's mouth and then after the facts somebody said well what he was trying to do was saying about the the wasteful uh spending of the corporate plutocrats and how they how they uh Trickle. It's a, it's a comment on trickle down economics of the Reagan administration, and I'd be like, oh, uh, but I mean, I just couldn't get, you know, I'm sorry, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, an eight and a two. 
<laughs> Never thought I'd and, say. And I'm not, I mean, you know, I'm not like a. Oh, whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, uh, I was going to say, but, you know, like movies that have, like, uh, adult themes and stuff like that or whatever, yeah, or, you yeah. know, whether it's S&M or. or uh, well, this wasn't you know, trying to be sexy, really. I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, but not even, like, in a sexy way. Yeah. I'm just saying it was just fucking garbage. <laughs> All right, uh, why don't we take a break and we'll come back and do our other house guest film, Philem Hesher. <laughs> no one would have believed in the first years of the 21st century that Hammer Films were being watched from an entertainment standpoint. No one could have dreamed that Amicus Films were being scrutinized as someone with a microscope studies creatures that swarm and multiply in a drop of water. Few men even considered the possibility that this area of film still had anything to offer. And yet, across the gulf of space, minds immeasurably superior to our own regarded this podcast with envious eyes. And slowly and surely, they drew their plans against it. The Hamacus Podcast. Hammer and Amicus, and every tenuous link in between. Hamacus.com and iTunes. Cheers. Pesher 2010, uh, directed by Spencer Sasa. Uh, a young boy has lost his mother and is losing touch with his father and the world around him. Then he meets Hesher, who manages to make his life even more chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> we got some Joseph Gordon Levitt as Hesher. We got some little kid Devin Bro Brochu Brochu. Uh, we got Rain Wilson. We got Piper Laurie. We got Natalie Portman. Zom, what'd you think of Hesher? This is uh, this is John Ross's choice. I think Hesher cost seven million dollars and made three hundred eighty-two thousand. Oh no! Really? Why did this cost three million dollars? Three seven. Why did this cost seven million? Seven. Uh, it had to have been all actor, <laughs> actor. Yeah, uh, but anyway, fees, yeah. I just was reading that. And I was like, wow, this one uh, kind of did not uh, hit with. Uh, I, 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 uh, I don't remember, remember it being s- released. 
Well, I, worked, I, remember I worked at a theater and we never got it. Well, but you worked at that weird theater for weird people. Um, <laughs> let's see. Indian, um, Indian people are not weird. You take that back. No, I was talking about you. Oh, right. Um, the, the people that work there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, when this came out, I think uh, when I saw the poster and the previews and stuff, you know, it's one of those ones you you just don't know what to or didn't know what to expect. I expected something else, and then I remember when you watched it. Chief can't get up on there. He goes, get up on the bed. Well, lay down with Mary. Um, what a dog's life, Jesus! That's like Hesher. Dog's life. My dog, my dog's laying on the futon right behind me. <laughs> the um, but. I expected, and I think probably a lot of people, because Rain Wilson's in it, and he was riding high on the office playing Dwight Schrute, and uh, they expected it to be like uh, a comedy, and it is, but it's a dark comedy, and uh, it's one that kind of goes against what you think's going to happen a lot of the time, and it's rated R, so it's an adult uh, movie. Um, Mostly Mostly for language. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and and some of the stuff that I mean, you wouldn't want a kid to watch this and like emulate uh, what Hesher does. But let's get into it. Okay, did you read the it's an <laughs> I did. Yes, I did. Okay. Um, uh, this this the, the the way it goes is <laughs> okay. This little kid. We are prepared. He's he's not a very good bicycle rider for one. God, thing. he wrecks so much in this. Yeah, he wrecks movie. a lot. Now, uh, <laughs> at first, you, you, it didn't take me long to kind of figure out what was going on because um, he is riding his bike down the street and he sees this like uh, old uh, this uh, wrecked Volvo like station wagon yeah, on yeah. the back of a flatbed tow truck and he sees it and he like kind of freaks out and starts chasing it. And basically, um, he's been through he, he and his family, his dad, who is Rain Wilson, uh, they've been through a traumatic experience, and it's affecting them both in different ways. Uh, his father kind of shuts down. And this kind of re- reminded, for some reason, it rem- when I was watching it, it reminded me of you, but then it reminded me of me, too. <laughs> That like you know just laying on the couch like a like a slug, <laughs> just uh, like the, the, uh, probably more like me I guess I don't know but I think maybe it was the beard and the hair or something oh, no, I don't know what it was I've, I've been there trust me yeah where you just veg out and you're just like the world is just going by around you yeah and so he's just kind of uh, in a severe de- or in a really bad depression uh, he just lays on the couch. He's getting, like, you know, just letting himself go, beard, hair, fat, whatever. And so his son is just kind of out doing his thing. Now, his grandma, uh, who is a very, I didn't even know that was Piper Laurie, because back in the day, she was kind of a cute chick when she was young, but now she's old. Um, And she plays the grandma. And the grandma is sort of oblivious, I think, in some ways, due to her age. Uh, and, you know, just kind of trying to just continue on with a normal existence. She cooks, she cleans, and, you know, meanwhile, Rain Wilson's just laying on the couch, and the kid's just running around doing whatever he wants. And so, anyway, he, um, there's a, 
he follows the car to the junkyard and um, he gets into it with uh, the guy that owns the junkyard. Uh, it's John Lynch, John Carroll Lynch, I guess. Uh, and I've seen him in a lot of stuff. Uh, Zodiac. But he, what's that? Zodiac. Yeah, Zodiac. Um, and the Drew Carey is, show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But he he's he's pretty good. I he and he plays a good creepy guy like in Zodiac. And there was another movie I saw him in. I think where he was menacing Halle Berry, which I mean I wish lots of people should menace her. She's fucking horrible. <laughs> um, she should just like have been a model or something because she's awful. Um, she if she would have been in this, it would have been good. Um, or no, in the last one, <laughs> you know I was just thinking maybe she well, needs to be strangled in a ditch. <laughs> Yeah, when you were talking about uh, that last movie, all I kept thinking was, you know, if if they would have like did Little House on the Prairie or the Waltons like this, it would have been so much better, you know, where like the, the mom, because I always thought the mom on the Waltons and on Little House on the Prairie were, both were kind of hot, and like if somebody was like spanking them and shit like that, that would have been awesome, and Michael Landon fucking is whatever anyway uh let's move on to this movie that movie's getting more interesting as as we go uh, <laughs> so he he gets into it with uh, the owner of the junkyard he, he he's like you can't take that car i want this car i want the car i want the car and the owner's like listen you know, he's arguing with this little kid you know like uh you know it's my car now your dad sold it. I bought it. Blah 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 blah. Well, the owner of the junkyard has a son, and I think the owner actually calls his son a retard or something. At the very beginning, he goes, yeah, "Hey, retard, go get him out of that car." Something like that. It was very degrading, or you know, something you wouldn't want to say to your kid, uh, unless you're my dad. And um, <laughs> so he is, you know, he's just. I guess when, you know, you have trauma like they go through, and I mean, it's no, not giving anything away. They were in a car wreck. The mother gets killed. And so the car, I think he thinks that um, by losing the car or that he's, and I, I, I mean, people have that attachment to objects, mm -hmm. even when someone dies and like their son or something dies and they don't want to change the bedroom or get rid of any of their stuff and it's just closed and right so it's kind of like one of those situations they're all going through this process and um the son of the owner of the junkyard becomes the omnipresent bully Ugh, he's disgusting and, yeah and he's one of these ones that like every time he sees uh, tj who is the son uh in school or wherever he's he's like he he knows that he is the, I guess like the alpha or whatever. He's yeah. the bully, and he's the it's, and the, the kid's the victim. You know, it's funny it, when I when I talk about like not getting all that like creeped out or scared, like scared by movies. If you want to like, there's something that will always get a reaction to me is bullying in movies because if it's done right, or I mean, I don't, I don't even know. Yeah, it makes you mad. Right. It makes me so angry. Like the fucking the kid in the la in in Visitor Q when he was getting bullied, and the guys were trying to make him shit there. Like you gotta, you're gonna shit and whatever. They kept punching him in the head and stuff. And then in this movie, that kid was like spitting on the other kid's face and all that. Even in, when I was watching Carrie today, those bitches in the fucking shower at the beginning throwing tampons at her. It's like. Fucking disgusting! You just want to go people. in there like a fucking one, the one man gang. <laughs> yes, just destroy them. Uh, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Um, 
fucking one man gang just well, obliterating Nancy it's, Allen. It's gonna have you're gonna get those feelings. I mean, like I I have been bullied before when I was like way younger, and and it's just it's just awful. And especially when it's somebody that's bigger and stronger, and and everybody's telling, oh, you got to stand up to him, you stand up to him. And you're like, you know, okay, this guy's like twice as big as me twice as strong you know what are you gonna do and then you you know you think about okay should i go to prison and kill this guy and whatever anyway what, what? anyway uh, <laughs> never did um so tj not uh, only has becomes the the target for this asshole kid who holds him down and like drops a big hawker in his face. it wasn't <laughs> even that so he didn't even let it drop he spit it Ew, it's so gross. There's nothing worse than somebody spitting in your fucking face. Oh my god! I, that, <laughs> the thought of that makes me want to. I, I could. I dig my fingernails into my palm, just like, like ah! spitting on a girl's pussy or her butthole <laughs> or on your own dick, you know, or in your hand, you know, or something like that. But I mean, spit. It's, it's so gross. The mucus, especially if it's like one of those deep ones that comes from like like you get a good bit of snot in there. Too. <laughs> well, I, I digress uh, very a lot. Um, so, how the fuck? I can't. I'm trying to think how the hell Hesher is even fucking. <laughs> well, it's, he's got a great intro because uh, that big van. Well, it's the it's the uh, the kid is TJ is it's after he's already had his first uh, bully experience, but um, the kid after uh, he's. He goes through that. He's pissed because he can't get the car back, and he goes through that like construction site and with the house. And he just he's pissed oh, and yeah, throws yeah. a rock through the window. Who brings a security guard and and Hesher Joseph Gordon Levitt is he's just yeah he's squatting there just to live there. And he's like, "You just fucked me." And he lights a bomb, <laughs> bomb, and throws it out the window. And you hear the guys are like, "What the <laughs> yelling?" Well, I guess if it's hot out, one thing I was thinking when I when I saw that was. Um, why would he be squatting in this like uh, construction site or empty building or whatever when he had that van? But you have to think that uh, like a van in the summertime or whatever yeah. would probably get hot. Yeah, and I, th- I think they, they look like the, it looks like Southern California. So it's Stan Hansen, did you in that book? Stan Hansen's book, he talked about try, like saving money. Yeah, so oh, yeah, he, yeah. He'd never get a hotel. He just lived in this van and like pissed in a milk jug. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, can you imagine if, if Hesher would have been Stan Hansen, um, <laughs> living or in no house. Bruiser Brody would have been would have been Hesher, and yeah. uh, Stan Hansen would have been the bully, and you would have been TJ. Now you would have been Rain Wilson. Yeah, I would have been Rain Wilson. Been T- Justin would have been TJ. Poor Justin. Yeah. And what? Uh, let's see. Um, so now. He this kid probably thinks, oh my fucking god, because he has this bully that hawks in his face and everything. But then he he fucking meets Hesher, and there's like a a moment where I thought it was going to be like a uh, uh, Ricky Linderman and uh, Peach kind of a deal from My Bodyguard, where he's going to meet this guy, and the guy is there's going to be this begrudging thing, and then the guy's going to end up being his friend and and help him fight the bully and all this stuff like for my bodyguard. I, I think that's the most interesting part. Or I'll, I'll continue. Go ahead. It, well, it, 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 
it walks that fine line, but Hesher is such a fucking asshole. Yes, and I, I think that's what I like so much about the movie and that character in general because there was times where I was like, "Is does the, like, is Hesher just? Is this just how he is, or is there a method to his madness? Right. Like, is is he just? It just does his quote unquote therapy just end up happening, or? Is he do like, or is he just like a dick all the time? And like, just, there's just things kind of like, because of this like whirlwind type of of uh, of personality he is that in in his wake people just kind of pick up the pieces and learn how to right. live again. And I think that that's probably well. I think that might have something to do with why the movie wasn't more of a success. Because it's not one that just spoon feeds you. Yeah, it's it's not the formula. Yeah, it's not the formula. You're not gonna. You 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 think you know where it's gonna, what it's what's it's gonna be, and how it's gonna go. And like I said, it's not that it doesn't. In some ways, it does. But he's such a a, a fucking uh, (laughs) a shithead. Shithead. (laughs) I mean, Hesher to explain to. Okay, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's he's like a, a a a metal fan. He's got real fucking long hair. He's dirty. He has this huge tattoo on his back that's just a big middle finger. Yeah. He's got all these other tattoos that looks like he took a ballpoint pen and just drew them on himself and then <laughs> tattooed him in. Oh, he's got the worst tattoos. <laughs> yeah, the one on the one that takes up like his whole like chest and stomach is just like almost, you might as well draw it's a it's almost just basically like a stick figure. It is, it's a stick figure. Sh- yeah, stick figure blowing its own brains out. He has this van that is like all like primer <laughs> black. It's just it's like a one of those 70s vans with the mag wheels and shit and he'll be seen driving down the road listening to like something that Sammy would probably be listening to <laughs> and as soon like if a good song comes on the radio he'll be driving down the fucking road and just going like 60 miles an hour and just whip into an empty lot and just start doing donuts and kicking up <laughs> dust and shit that was hilarious and no um, the kid um, becomes infatuated with this girl who works at the grocery store, and and well, she saves took, him when he was getting beat up by the bully. Yeah, but it took me a moment to realize it was Natalie Portman. God, I, I like her a lot in this movie. She, I, they, like, I really like her. Well, they just they they make her just look like somebody that you would see at Walmart or yeah. something like that. She's totally dressed down. Now she does have a nice little bubble butt on her. I will say that bubble butt, <laughs> bubble, 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 bubble butt, bubble butt, bubble butt. <laughs> <laughs> but um, she's kind of, uh, you know, uh, in a. I don't want to say she's a loser, but she's just kind of she's in kind that of situation where she's working in the in a fucking grocery store. She has a shit car. She she she's kind of stuck, uh, uh, and just she's a cute girl and everything. But she just doesn't. She she's not really. She's just kind of going through life and just like, blah, you know, going to the job. Blah, blah. And then she has this little kid who's like infatuated with her. Now, Hesher, um, there's a couple of scenes, like I said, where the bully uh, is uh, has TJ at school or whatever. And, and Hesher will just walk by. And you think, oh, he's going to go over and just beat the shit out of this kid. But then he just like looks. <laughs> he just walks away. Yeah. And so, and then if for a, a, a 
a while there, at first, he was almost like, like I said, TJ probably thought, God, what the hell is going on with my life? Because it was almost like Hesher was another bully. Yeah, because I mean that's a dangerous because, but, bully because he looked like somebody who would like kill somebody, you know. And he, yeah, I think he because because him. because TJ had messed up his living situation, he follows TJ home, and start. He's he just moves in like he's like I'm gonna be like where's the laundry, <laughs> and he just like goes and puts his shit in the garage and shuts the door, and Rain Wilson's just paralyzed with depression. And he's like, and they're just it's a funny scene when he in thinks the, it's TJ's friend. Well, yeah, he's like, who's this? And they're just like following him around the kitchen and stuff. He's walking around like, he's like, <laughs> when he flips the, with the TV, he's like, you only got four channels. And he gets up and like Rain Wilson and TJ both are kind of following him around like to see what he's going to do next. And he goes into the kitchen. He's wearing only his tidy whities <laughs> <laughs> He did look like Jesus a little bit, like a, like a white trash Jesus. Yeah. But uh, yeah. And then when he, yeah, just when he fixes in. the cable box and comes in and just watches porn on the couch, he's like, yeah. Got more channels now. Grandma's like there, and he just fucking like puts these two fucking people are like eating each other out or fucking or something, and he's like, "Now you got more channels." And um, so and um, well, what the fuck? He finds out. Hesher finds out that it. I guess there at first. I mean, like he'll he'll like grab TJ by the throat and be like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! I'm a." You know, or I'll, I'll fucking kill you or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm staying here and blah, blah, blah. And so uh, TJ's just like, Jesus Christ, my life is just fucking sucks. So he just like, whatever. There's nothing I can do about it. So then just by living with him, Hesher kind of, uh, like the grandma is always talking about going for a walk in the morning. She's going to go for a walk. And, and it's, it's, I mean, I think this probably happens with everybody. Uh, well, maybe not. Maybe it's just me or whatever. I don't know. But like where I know with my grandparents, like my grandmas and everything, um, after they're gone, you think, you know, God, I wish I would have done this Mm -hmm. or I wish I would have spent more time with them or whatever. But for the most part, that's the weird thing about grandparents is, is when you're, when you get old enough to appreciate them as not just grandparents, well, as grandparents, but as just people, yeah. and you and you can communicate with them on an adult level. Is they're usually, you know, a lot older, or they pass away, and then you're just left with kind of some regrets and stuff. But um, so, and, and this the, the kid. How old do you think TJ was? Well, he's in high school, but he can't drive yet, so he had to have been. He just would look really young for his age. He had to have been. He's probably a freshman. He's probably like fourteen. And so, you know, he's too young to kind of, you know, he, he's just thinking, you know, okay, the grandma's there all the time and, and she's, um, you know, uh, he, he's not thinking about life because he's too young. I mean, he's immature. And um, so the grandma's always wanting to go for a walk and he's like blows it off. And of course, Rain Wilson doesn't even want to fucking get up off the couch. And so Hesher, he does have, that's the one thing, it's not like he doesn't have, um, any feelings whatsoever or any emotions. I mean, because I think he is kind of touched by, uh, like the grandma and he does start to develop like, uh, 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 some, some brotherly, I think like feelings for, uh, TJ, mm-hmm. but he's just so harsh and coarse. And I mean, he'll say anything. And I mean, he'll say it, like <laughs> they, TJ, he catches TJ kind of like, 
in in the grocery store, like looking around the corner and watching Natalie Portman. He's like, "You want to fuck her? You think she shaves her pussy? You, yeah, you want you want to finger her pussy? You want to fuck her? It's no big deal. People been fucking pussy forever." And he's just saying this stuff as loud as he can, you know, or just loud, embarrassing and everything. And uh, but he also does just he's he's like one of these people that's like a. I don't want to say like a free spirit because he does stuff. And if you were with him and he, you were his friend, like he's just driving down the road and he sees this house. He goes up, and knocks on the door. Nobody answers, and he's like, you know, it's basically he, he's, he's, um, what do you call it? Like uh, not surveillance, but he's he's staking out these places and not to rob them or anything. But the place has a swimming pool. So he he goes and knocks on the door. The people are probably at work or whatever, and he's got Natalie Portman and TJ with him, and he he tells them all it's my uncle's house, and they go and they get in the swimming pool. He pushes them in the swimming pool hmm. first, and because they're kind of reluctant, like what the fuck's going on here? But then he jumps in, and it seems like it would be like a good time, and you know you could just hang out and something you shouldn't do when you're a kid go to the neighbors house and get in their swimming pool when they're not there and just have a good time but then he takes everything too far yeah first of all he's like a fucking pyromaniac (laughs) (laughs) he starts the well it's almost like uh when you see like the rock stars from like the 70s or whatever and they'd stay in a hotel and just tear out the walls of the hotel destroy all the furniture and just do all the shit well that's kind of how he is except he's so low budget you know and he's not a rock star (laughs) and it's just doesn't even have a job or anything i don't know he he does play a little of the uh uh, one of the uh, a Metallica bass line in the in the in the garage. You hear him play it once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So maybe yeah, he, I forgot the name of that song. I, it was uh, the first bassist for Metallica. There was like a bass solo on one of their first albums, and that's what he was playing in the garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so anyway, he he's always doing shit. And but the w- one funny thing is, he'll do crazy stuff like that, and then well. Like when there was there was another time where he does something really super extreme and he's and he includes TJ in on it. He makes him go along, mm-hmm. but then he'll just fucking leave him. <laughs> and that's the same thing with Natalie Portman and TJ when they were in the pool. He does all this shit and just destroys all the stuff, and then he just gets in the fucking van and just takes off. And they're like, did he just leave us? And they're like, we better get the fuck out of here. So that's kind of funny. And you do have the the deal with the um, – there's some other stuff where I'm surprised that TJ wouldn't have gotten sent to like some kind of fucking juvenile detention. Yeah, yeah. Like when he uh, – with the, um, the Clippers mm-hmm. and basically going into somebody's house. I mean, come on. And then fucking, uh, I know Hesher was a squatter, and he might be kind of hard to. I don't know if he'd be hard to find or not, because first of all, the way he looks and driving around in that van. But I mean, <laughs> I'm sure if the cops were looking for him, they they you know he just seemed to be hanging out in the same place. But the whole movie revolves around TJ, and you know he's about the car. Uh, I did like how they showed. Uh, what happened the the event with the mom and everything yeah, yeah. i'm not sure i w- i was going to ask you uh, do you think that it was necessary to sh- actually show that or was that kind of spoon feeding um, cuz uh, you knew what you, you you pretty much knew what happened yeah they 
I think that seemed like one of those scenes that wasn't necessary for the film, but maybe like as they were writing it, they had that, that was one of their first ideas. It was like, let's, let's have him wake up from a dream suddenly kind of thing. I thought it worked. I mean, it made me feel like shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But so I, I, I can see, like I said, for me, I thought this was a a pretty good movie. Mm -hmm. Um, the, there was some stuff in it, like uh, the there's a funeral scene, and well, now there's some stuff that Hesher does that that's funny, yeah, and but it's not like I this this movie is weird. It's kind of because there's some like I said, there's stuff in it that's funny, but it's not. I think people, when they saw this, they probably did, they probably thought it was going to be a, a comedy. Then when they went to – even after watching it, I'm like, okay, was this a comedy? Because <laughs> it really walks a fine line. He does some stuff that's funny, but, and, but it's mostly just the kids, like, you know, experiencing this. And like you said in the last one about somebody being a force of nature, yeah. I think Hesher's kind of a force of nature. He doesn't live by any of where, – where, where the visitor – had a he knew what he was doing he had an agenda and that's where i thought the difference with the two types of visitors were i think hesher was just moving in on these people and his lifestyle and his personality and his actions made people change themselves after the fact so I don't think I, I I don't think I don't know that he was doing that on purpose. As where the visitor that was his that was his role was to find these you know almost in a mystical sense find these people that are just totally off the path and just you know hit them in the head and wake them up you know. Did you think that Hesher was a Christ-like character? Nah. <laughs> I did, but he was on that telephone pole. That was and let me funny. tell you something. I'm going to I'm going to not shock you or whatever. I don't know if I'll shock you or not, but we're going to I'm going to bring this around to something that involves you, Hesher. Okay. okay. Piper Laurie, who played the grandma. Yes. Do you know what you just watched that you saw her in? Carrie. Yes, she was the mom in Carrie. Uh, the the fucking gross Christian, yes, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine if you live in the house with the mom that put you in a closet. Oh my god, I I need to finish this movie because it's really good so far. And I haven't seen it since I was probably like fifteen. So, um, but I, I like this movie. Like I said, I I remembered you talking about it before, and so I kind of knew what to expect because mm-hmm. I think when you talked about it, you said it's not what you know I thought it was going to be or something. Yeah, like that. yeah. And I saw uh, it on HBO Go originally, so. But I'm not sure. I don't. Uh, I don't think it's one that. Uh, it's worth a watch one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish Natalie Portman. I wish Hesher would have like been f- like fucked her doggy style or something, <laughs> and like did some. I don't know. I, I, but it just kind of like. Uh, it makes me kind of wonder why this movie was made. Like it's not that it's bad or anything, but it's just kind of like it doesn't know what it. Maybe I, I. It's hard to put put your finger on what it is for me. Well, well, you know what? I've seen it a couple times now, and I I think I've I've liked I like it better after seeing it again. Um, there are some things because there's so much of the movie that could be based in reality, despite how some how ludicrous uh, Hesher himself can behave. But 
But I know uh, people just like him. Yeah, outside of the, like the funeral stuff, like the funeral stuff could have been. I think that's probably the, the biggest drawback for me. But like, I liked it. I'm a sap, and it could choke me up when they. You are a sap. Yeah, but <laughs> but it didn't. It 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 could have been a little more. It could have been a little less like. Uh, uh, I don't know. Sitcommy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The end, yeah. But. Um, what's green and slimy and smells like bacon. Um, <laughs> but I ever find that out. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Kermit the frog's finger. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. He, he must ask the grandma that like 50 fucking times. Well, and the grandma was sick and they she don't, had, she had that. I think she had dementia. She had, well, she had cancer, I think because she talked like they, she had medical marijuana. Yeah. They, she said it helps yeah, with the nausea. That was fun. But I, I really like her in the movie. Like she's really sad, but God damn! When the, the, my favorite scene in it is when uh, Rain Wilson and the kid uh, get they like fight and they both end up throwing their plates on the floor and leaving. And <laughs> it was funny because Hesher's like, "Well, he said to him the blah blah blah," and he's just sitting there like stuffing his face. And the grandma starts fucking crying, and like yeah. says like, "I wish there was something more I could do." And that look on his face, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like. He had this look on his face, and like it looked like his tear, his tears were about to form in his eyes, and it was so. It was just a great uh, first time you see any emotion on his face, other than just being a dick. Yeah, the grandma. Like I said, I, it was weird. It was like almost like. Uh, and I like when she says to him, "Aren't you a little old to be hanging out with TJ all the time?" Yeah, <laughs> and he was. Like, he you? was just kind of a scumbag, but it, in she, a way that that the the family did. It. Do you think? I mean, she I guess she started changing him. Yeah, she yeah. did. Well, was, and then he, he. I think the little boy did too. Yeah, <laughs> Granny Killer used to choke. She used to choke him with their dirty panties. <laughs> when your grandma asks you to go on a walk, you should go so she doesn't get raped. Yeah. And Why she's would like, anybody want to rape her? <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck if I know. <laughs> sick fucks. A lot of sick fucks out there. <laughs> uh, and, and then the, the, there's always uh, a silver and gold moment. <laughs> Yes, I love that. I'll go, but under one condition. <laughs> but uh, it, it, this is a this is not a role. Um, I liked I liked Joseph Gordon Levitt in this really because, I mean, this is the kid I used to watch at fucking Third Rock from the Sun. So it's is you know <laughs> complete one eighty from that kind of thing. But um, I, I like this a lot. Uh, we can rate it here. Oh, I'd give it, I mean, it's just like middle of the road, um, uh, 6.5. 6.5. I give it an 8. It didn't light my fire. It just was kind of. I give it an 8.25 because I like it it a lot. I like it a lot. It's uh, uh, movies about, I think, I think stories about mortality. I can, I I latch on to a lot. Um, Cry. I get, I get, I got choked up a couple times. I got choked up with the with the plates on the floor scene. And, did you cry uh, in Visitor Q? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I was like, "Why am I watching this?" <laughs> when he when he discovered that corpses can get wet, I was like, "Yes, <laughs> God, <laughs> Jesus." Um. So uh, and like and Natalie Portman, so she's really good in this too. I, I like what I like. What they did with her too. So she's a good actress. She is. I mean, you know, this is this is. Uh, I mean, she's. I don't know. She's. She, I like when she does these smaller kind of roles like this. So yeah. Um. I mean, she really does seem frustrated in this. Like she. 
and I like how she's worried after she saves TJ from the bully. She's like, he called me a lady. Like, do I look like a lady to you? <laughs> she's concerned about looking she old. She make very good decisions, though, because, no. I mean, her life is already, um, like I said, humdrum, working in the store, probably just working a bunch of hours, trying trying to fucking just pay for her car, and she doesn't even have insurance because she's not making enough money and everything. And that and that's another thing where she was like, you know, why why won't they give me more? I, I felt sorry for her there where she was like, why won't they give me more hours? You know, I just I just want you know I just need more hours, and she like gets in a fender bender. I can't you know I don't I don't have ins- I can't afford insurance and everything. But then. She makes the 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 brilliant decision that to um, yeah, have sex she, yeah. with somebody is probably good. Like you know, yeah, that's a real good choice there, honey. <laughs> You're gonna move up now. Yeah, yeah. Dumb fuck. Cool. Eight point two five and a six point five. Right, let's take a break and we'll do a little bit of feed sack and talk about what we're doing next week. We'll be right back. <laughs> do you like movies? Do you like podcasts? Do you like podcasts where a guy talks about movies? It's not that very encouraging, but okay. You should tune in to Justin Oberholter's Film Wave, where each week I review a couple of movies and whatever else comes to mind. Now, does that sound good? Really? What if I got you a celebrity endorsement? Hey, this is Sylvester Stallone. Listen to Justin Oberholter's Film Wave. This guy's the cinematicist. He watches all the films and stars Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, much better. <laughs> so tune in to Justin Oberholtz's Film Rave. Go to freakingawesomenetwork.com, filmrave.blitz.com, or subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> For a little feed sack, feed sack. Um, we got an email, so from our, our, our good buddy Sly. Sly uh, must have been busy this week. He's, I think he's painting this week. So. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, so uh, I don't. I guess I should read it as he wrote it. Uh, I was going to just read it normally, but all right. So. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> Sly writes, Hey, Silver and Gold, this is Sylvester Stallone. Now, I've been busy this week finishing up shit on Expendables 3, the greatest action movie of all time, so I haven't had time to call in. I just wanted to send a note through to let that FX scumbag know that I heard his email last week and I'll fully address that next week. 
I also want to remind all of my millions of fans that listen to your show that Escape Plan, the greatest action movie of all time, starring me, Sylvester Stallone, and my pal, Arnold Schwarzenegger, is out in the cinema this Friday. I can't wait for all of you to see it. Ugh. Ugh. Uh, yeah, it's sir. weird, because I could actually understand what the fuck you were saying. <laughs> he, he spelled Arnold's, Arnold Schlertz's, uh, S-C-H-L-U-R-T-S-Z-H-L-D-S. <laughs> He's close. I'm telling you, that, that, that fucking, that was an escape plan? Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know if I'll go to the theater to see it, but it does look like it would be entertaining. It looks pretty cool. Uh. Um, all right. And we got a feed sack from John, um, a voicemail. He's talking about Hesher a little bit here. Silver and gold. It's the nice liquor. Folding in about my tech, uh, Hesher. Uh, saw Hesher. Uh, well, I saw that it was. I wanted to see it after when I was with the tips a few years ago. I saw the poster of the hand holding the mouse, and uh, the poster was done by an artist called Pusshead, who uh, did a bunch of Metallica art in uh, the earlier days. He was their exclusive artist, and uh, I was like, "Really, this movie's got Pusshead and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Rain Wilson and Natalie Portman." So I was interested, but I never got around to see it at TIFF. And then about a year later, you know, I got it from the uh, usual places, and uh, I liked it. Um, watched it a couple times, watched it with the wife. Uh, I heard some people really shitting on it, uh, but I liked it. Uh, it took me the second time to real around to realize uh, that it's a period piece. I just thought uh, JGL, you know, was retro or whatever, but... Uh, it takes place in the you know late eighties, as far mm. as I can tell. The reason I wanted you guys to review it is one reason only. There's a line in it where uh, JGL turns to the kid and asks him if he thinks that Natalie Portman shaves her pussy. <laughs> for some reason, well, I wonder why. That reminded me of Dom. <laughs> and I thought, oh, silver and gold, right then. They've got to review this at some point. Um, I like it. I uh, believe it's been compared to a heavy metal Mary Poppins. And uh, <laughs> nice. I see that, those comparisons. You know, the stranger comes in, um, creates chaos, and fixes everything. Uh, so, as for the other one, Visitor Q, that was picked by CDR, uh, another uh, great Canadian. Okay. Thanks. And, uh, well, good luck <laughs> with that one. Mike is always fun. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, keep on time. keeping on. Later. Uh, I should have known. <laughs> I think somebody blamed uh, Jake for it, but uh, <laughs> that's funny. I totally forgot that he that uh, CDR did that one. That's funny. God damn. Uh, cool. Thank you for the thank you for the recommendation. I, I didn't even think of the Mary Poppins uh, comparison there. That's pretty good. Uh, I was just looking up uh, that mouse hand with the mouse poster that he's talking about and there's another poster for hobo with a shotgun another movie zomlops yeah great you know what <laughs> this this week is weird honest to god now maybe it's because we we watched these movies and then we were going to record and it got fucked up and it got pushed ahead so they weren't really fresh in my memory and i didn't uh take any notes but and i almost feel bad because 
like, I mean, I don't know if I'm just because I just woke up and I'm not on, you know, I don't know, not feeling it or whatever. I just feel like I was, uh, like, I mean, I watched both these movies and I swear to God, I, I, my reviews of or my input on both of these movies were about as much as if I hadn't watched them at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, God, am I losing my goddamn brain or what? Yeah, whatever. I, you know, I was I was curious about the time frame of this movie too. I guess it could be, I guess it would be, or it could be the eighties because I'm I can't think of any. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, when no, I was you watching, know what that Volvo been, was not a late eighties Volvo. It could have been uh, like right now. Yeah, I, that that Volvo was the, what what would throw me off from that because I think the Volvo was newer. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, like her clothes, uh, Natalie Portman's clothes, the cars. Uh. I didn't see. Was there anything that that? Other than that, I mean, the TV definitely was fucking old. They had the clicker instead of the actual remote. Yeah, of course they might have just been. But cable was on the telephone pole, so that had to have been eighties, right? They they didn't do that in the seventies. Fuck. I don't know. But, you know. Well, thanks for the recommend. Regardless, I, I liked it. So, cool. Feed your ears. So next week, yes, feed your ears. Um, there's a possible announcement coming from that camp soon. What? What? Spoiler alert. Uh, next week on the show, we are we have a couple guests coming on, which God. is good for me because I won't take any notes. But the <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? The uh, <laughs> drive the fucking thing into the ground. Um, we're going. Uh, Wendy from uh, the Trashy Trio. And podcast and Tanny from Double Page Spread. Tanny does Double Page Spread. Oh, Wendy does. Oh, yeah, Wendy does Double Page Spread. And Tanny from Virginia, (laughs) (laughs) they're coming on and they've chosen a couple uh, Halloween movies they wanted to review with us. They were going to do, and I don't know, I don't remember whose pick is whose. You'll probably know this better, but we're going to do Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby, which I've never seen. Yeah. And whose pick was that? I don't know. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and then we're gonna do the Brood, David, the David Cronenberg's uh, 1979 film. So, which I have seen. So uh, I guess we're Wasn't gonna the be the Brood, uh, Edge, and Christian. Yes, it was, and and uh, and Gangrel. Gangrel. <laughs> um, the uh, so I guess this is gonna be uh, what uh, our uh, our uh, I'm trying to trying to think of the double feature. Uh, mommy, yeah, mommy issues double feature. So, uh, yeah, that's what next we have next week. Um, you can always send us feed sack to two zero six three three nine sixteen hundred or silver gold podcast at gmail dot com. Find us on iTunes. Find us on Stitcher Radio. Find us on our website. Find us at Walmart at www.silvaandgold.com. Find us at Walmart right next to the device that will remove all the child porn from your computer. Yeah. What? What? Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. It's bedtime, motherfuckers. I got to poop so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Well, do you have anything else then before you go release? <laughs> the turtle is coming out of the fucking hole. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, until next week. <laughs> I'm reading uh, Petrograd 
and I'm reading Concrete at the same time and uh, the, the, the book about Jack Parsons. So when I go in there to take a crap and, uh, well, there was a couple wrestling books. I got like fucking 10 books in my bathroom. Concrete, my bathroom the, the comic? Huh? Concrete, the comic book? Yes. Yeah, I like that. It's good. It's pretty good. It's pretty pretty different. Yeah, it is definitely different. Cool. Uh, well, until next week, this is a loaf. Oot. It's on the oot. 